You already know what it is, your boy James, alongside Christina. We have a Spark Up Podcast, episode 142. And shout outs to Ashley that's here again with us. Back at it again. Y'all thought you saw the last of me. (laughs) Back at it again with the back at it again. Right. Yes, and you just had a birthday. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It's still my birthday for being honest. Oh, you are one of those that do all month long. I already see. (laughs) Shout out to Regina in the audience. And I seen Regina at brunch for my first birthday celebration. I was gassed. <laughs> it's a good time. But we'll get to your birthday. We're going to get there. We got a whole segment for you. <laughs> um, happy belated birthday to Big Frank, Big who Frank also had a birthday. The Pisces are out here. Word. Big Frank, shout out to the Collaborative Club. Um, shout out to DJ Ben. I'm doing shout outs first. Did I say that? Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. DJ Bentley for killing the YouTube page. I see you out here doing the damn thing. With the mixes, go check that out on his YouTube page. Follow him, DJ Bentley, on Instagram. And he put out four mixes, I think, so far, right? Something like that. Four or five. The man is out here working in his amazing quality. And um, shout out to DJ Where's Nasty, Armani Alexander, and Slick Vic for shutting down Sugar King. I wish I had the bloop, 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 more fire. That shit was, okay. I love Jay. Jay, I love you so much. Big bro, for real. Homie, holding it down. He was going off on the microphone. He, like, like when it comes to DJing, I think of, like, hosting as well. And mm. Nasty's definitely one of those that he could mix and he can host at the same time. We balance, already know that. Balance. Balance. Are you going to be at Silk on Thursday? I don't know. But Real P told me I should pull up to that. He's fire, too. I'm going to be there. But let me tell you something. Slick Vic? Ha! Tell me not. Yo, <laughs> she was playing the thing. She took it way back, brought it back, took it back again. It was insane. It was hot. It was sweaty. It was um, it was pretty amazing. So shout out to everybody at Crib. Shout out to the bartenders too. They're always so nice. Like, hey. Yes. I love when the girls be like, hey, baby. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> hey, hey, hello. Hi. But yes. Um. Also, I want to announce that the Daily Notes Poetry Night is this Wednesday. Girl, March is it on Thursday? Fourth is Wednesday. It's Wednesday, the twenty fourth. Oh, happy! I think that's the twenty. I think that's I think it is March twenty fourth. Yeah, March twenty fourth. That's Thursday. My bad. Not Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Thursday at Revival Brewing Sounds by Jabron Love him Good lineup for that Yo yes Shout if out I was, to yeah. Brooksana Who else is on there? Louie Sadie Sadie's on Belinda yes. yes It's going to be great I'm gonna be there You gonna be there? You gonna be there? <laughs> this, this nigga know. be talking about He's outside Yo, But he don't be outside Yo, I'm outside But I don't know If my schedule is outside for it that, that day. Okay. We'll get to your weekend because I know it was a phenomenal weekend. Um, and also, uh, makeup artist Camry, aka Makeup by Cam, is having a new product launch party at Askew on three twenty six. That's Saturday at seven thirty. Is that Saturday? I'm mixing my days up. I'm so sorry. This is messed up. I'm gonna come back to that at the end, and um, I'll announce that the right way. 
But yeah, she is launching some new product. Go out there and support your local entrepreneur, businesswoman for Women's History Month. Go out there and put your money where your mouth is, bitches. <laughs> um, and um, also want to give a big shout out to Providence Friars who are in the March Madness and have made it to the Sweet 16. Ooh, let's get it. Woo! Them, boys, them boys is cooking this year. For the first time in 25 years. And the, the game that determines if they make it to the Elite Eight is on Friday, March 25th against Kansas. So we will be staying tapped in. We're going to make it. Providence is going hard. We going to make it. Is that why you're wearing the Providence hoodie? No, this is my uniform. I always wear this hoodie. I like to sleep in this. I love this. Ooh. Shout out to Hill Holler for this. Who wants breakfast.com? Even though it's exclusive. So <laughs> even though yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> not no on more. sale at all. It's never gonna be on sale again. <laughs> that is craziness. But anyway, um, how was everybody's weekend? Bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No start. busy bands. You go first. I'm going busy last. bands. So, so, I like right, that. My weekend was crazy. <laughs> so crazy. I barely got any sleep. I still haven't gotten any sleep. Um, where do I start? Um, so, so Friday, Friday, I went to New York, did did some work out there. Came back, yeah. did the Tokisha show, which was a movie, like shmoo a zoo, like you know what I mean. Like for my expect expectations were met and probably a little more than mm-hmm. exceeded, over exceeded. She over exceeded. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, he took a twelve. And shout out to Rami. Shout out to Rami. I was get to that. Well, okay, go ahead. No, then. no, no. Keisha Cole. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about Tokisha. No, Tokisha is the biggest dembo artist <clears throat> at the moment. Straight out of DR. Yeah, like my size, maybe nah, shorter. She's tall. Right? She's tall. She's not that tall. She's she looks like, little, dude. Really? She's like maybe like five three in heels. She's like five seven. Yes, she's breaking all kinds of barriers in DR. She's talking that dirty, dirty. She's dirty, also she's, um, yeah, no, bisexual. She's super lesbian. Or lesbian, bisexual, whatever. She's no, in no, the- she, she's in, into it. She's not really lesbian, I can I think. So bisexual. She says she, she's bisexual, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but she's really pushing that culture in DR, which, you know, is still kind of She's getting stoned. School. The Dominicans are not feeling it at all. But it was her first show in America, by the way. And that place was packed at the Strand. First show in, in America for... F- ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Was here in Providence, which is a big thing. Shout-outs to Frank. Shout-outs to Rosendale Group. Shout-outs to Team Red Eye. Shout-outs to everybody, all the photographers, everybody that worked the show. Look, look, it was look, an amazing look. show. Um, she She burnt the house down, literally. I Everybody was going crazy. Ah, uh, wow! This thing. Yeah, no, that, that was that was that. It seemed like it was really freaky, though. Yeah, especially because like, so there were that. women with the breastuses out. I can imagine. It was a different type of. I'm late to the Tokisha. Like I wasn't hip to her until mm-hmm. like she was coming to town, mm-hmm. which I know she was supposed to be here a couple months ago. Yeah, like February 18th. Yeah, revisited and then um, rescheduled, I should say. Then I found out about her. 
But then when I was going through her Instagram, all I could think was like, I could not show my mom. Like I could not like laugh with my mom about a single post. Like, because there's raunchy humor, right? Like I could, you know, She's I think the my raunchiest. Yeah, like I think my mom could fuck around with a little, you know, like in terms of content, movies, comedy, but like you gotta work it in slow. Do you, you see gotta... the video with the with the Maduro in her hand? <laughs> see, my mom would. <laughs> my mom. Listen. Would tell me to like get out of her like she wouldn't want to like see me for like a good ten minutes if I try to be like ha mom look there's, hello, there's a way to work work it in you gotta find the song that's least raunchy once you you got but I think that's, that's impossible it. with her I was just about to say that's hard mm. okay mm. you know but start them slow you gotta start them slow you can't just put it all put it all on them like yeah, drop the meat on the saying. table. Yeah, you can't just do that. You gotta, <laughs> you know, you gotta foreplay. Yeah, a little foreplay. Yes, sir. Foreplay. <clears throat> Absolutely. Anything else you want to share about your weekend, sir? Before we move forward. Um. Then I went to the nine a.m. banger in New York. St. Patty's Day. Um. Had East Styles DJing, DJ Camelo, um, a few other DJs. Big names. That, that party's always a movie. I can't I see. It's, I it's see something. It. It's something different. You got bartenders flying. It would be so cool pouring, if you, pouring, I would get um, invited. You know, come for the next one. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco no. de Mayo banger. Wait, what day is that? Because I might be able to go. <laughs> she said, "What it's day probably is the that?" Week, the no, what date? It's probably because Cinco de Mayo falls on a Sunday. I think this year. Yeah, so it'll be the day before most. Oh, I can't do that. We have a big 60th birthday that that day. I can't do that. It's okay. Next one. Anyways, go ahead. And I think she just went to shoot to get invited, like just to the any coro. Like any sort of. No, no I want to no, go to is, that specific oh, is, one. Yeah. Never is, mind. Don't invite her to the no, other you, stuff. Don't, you, you need <laughs> to I mean, invite me everywhere, but. Especially Look, with the girl. As crazy. someone that works it, it's fun on my end. Mm hmm. Let alone somebody that's just going to party and does not have to worry about working the event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they do a good job. There's a few plans that wanna we'll talk about off off my, the record, offline. Okay. All right, but yeah. Shout outs to everybody that was a part of that too. Bands, you have nice eyes. Where you been? I'm like, I'm like, my my eyes actually change. Okay. No, seriously. Excuse me. Sometimes they're a little darker, but. You give a nigga an inch, they take a mile. That's crazy. Now they change. Now they camouflage. (laughs) Depending on what he's wearing. This guy. They always have. Okay. How about you, Ashley? How was your birthday? You had a big birthday. No, weekend. how about you? Oh, you want to save yourself for last? No, no, let's. Uh, okay, I yeah, see let's what's do going that. on here. <laughs> Let me see. What did I do this weekend? I. My God, everything is such a blur. Oh, that's how you know it was a movie. Uh, it really was. It was a decent weekend. I went skating on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, do the kid stuff. Get it out the way early so you could do the bird things later. The bird things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me help you. Wow, that was crazy. Ah. There you go. Um I wrote some notes here, but they're all really irrelevant. I wrote mall they're in also, Texas Roadhouse. They're also a blur. Yeah. Now <laughs> You know what I was thinking about the mall though? Like what I don't like about the mall. Providence is, Place Mall? Yeah. Don't get me started. It's like I could never find anything. 
It's like all these stores and there's absolutely nothing. Then when you get to the parking lot, it's never no parking. Then when you get out, it's always a line. There's pe- people honking, excuse me. People crossing like crazy. It was a mess. I am not made for the mall. I like to get in and get out. Online shop, online shop, online shop. Online shopping is dusty. Why is it dusty? <laughs> Maybe not dusty. It's inconvenient. Because what if it don't fit you? Then you got to send it back and you got to <clears> wait. It's too much. Ugh. Oh, need- so, so what? <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck the online shopping. Where you finna? Where you finna go? I don't know. I'm over here trying to problem solve. <laughs> You're right. Um, but I don't even know why I took myself. Why I took us down the mall road? But um, Sugar King was really the highlight of the weekend. Mm. Saturday, Sugar King. What? Hold on. Before you go into Sugar King, I think you're skipping over a big part of your weekend. Yeah. I seen that you got a new barber. Oh, oh yeah, Beyonce was excited to talk about that. Let's talk about the new barber. <laughs> you found a new barber. Is it official? It's official. It's so a I, match made in heaven. You know how I knew it was a match made in heaven? This nigga had a World Dreams fitted on. I was now, like, now, wow. hold on. Did he have the tight pants on? Yes. Did and he, he did not match. Did he dance on your lap? He put his dick on my shoulder too. That's how I know it was real. <laughs> That's how you know you went. <laughs> I knew it. I was checking off all the not, boxes. Not like, that that yes. happens to everybody, but I was you know, say, pause. When, 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 not like that. When, when it's a, like when he's really when close. It, no, no, it's it's a type of barber. If it's a Dominican barber, mm-hmm. from, and he didn't match, that doesn't match. Mm-hmm. You know he's from DR, yeah. and he is gonna like he, dance. Like Everybody shot that song. Like he's on, on WhatsApp on shoulder, talking to his family member while he's, he's lining you up. He's doing voice loud. notes. Oh, yeah, dime a ver, qué lo que? Estamos aquí de este lado. He wasn't doing any of that though. No, he offered me a beer though. I was having a good old time. No I'm like, yo, I, I can imagine you. There, there was no Domino's. There was no Domino's. No, it was a chill night. I went at like seven, so they were closing soon. But I got offered beer by a, a beautiful gay man who was serving people beers. And the guy was like, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Why are you nervous? I'm like, this is like the 10th barber I've gone to. So. I was going to say, so what happened to the last barber? He was not okay. Per. Um, and my second question about barbershop lingo is that, <laughs> uh, like, my dad, for example, even my dad will tell me that he goes every Thursday, religiously. Mm-hmm. Every week? Yes. So if if he's not going on a Thursday, I'm just like, interesting. Um, But he tells me that like barbershop talk can be very like, there's levels to that shit. Yeah. So this is your 10th barber and everything. Have you ever found yourself waiting your turn and like guys are being mad misogynistic? Yes. They talk a lot of the times too. They think I'm just like one of the niggas. They don't speak that. I don't speak English. So they're just going Right, no, verbatim. And and I'm like, these niggas are nasty. They're talking about But you ever say anything? No. It's none of my business. She's laughing, giggling. I be on my phone. Just, you know, entertaining myself, but you join in. Then when I get in the chair, I speak Spanish and everybody quiet. Oh, they go crazy. No, they don't go crazy. They really stay quiet. They're like, oh, we can't talk now because there's a woman in the room who understands what we're saying. Um, So they're being respectful. uh, Respectful, discreet, sneaky. I don't know. I mean, it's not disrespectful if you don't understand what they're saying. Mm. And then if they're not saying it to you. 
I don't know. You know, if they're talking amongst each other and <laughs> But in public, in public, that's the thing. You know, if you you don't understand, you know, it's like out of sight, out of mind. No, 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 that's not okay. You know, they shouldn't be talking like that. No, they they shouldn't. But if you don't understand, but at least they do. I mean, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're showing you some type of courtesy. Like, I understand. Okay, there's a lady in the room, and she understands us. But it's kind of like honestly, I think of that as because you're saying like, oh, like Mm -hmm. they don't, the person won't understand, yada, yada, yada. When I go to get my nails done, right, and I know a lot of my women are going to feel me on this, and they start chatting up in that nail salon, <laughs> the nail techs amongst each other. <laughs> Obviously, we can't assume everything they're talking about is about yourself or the clients in the room. But mm-hmm. intuition, like reading body language, reading yeah. tone, is like, I know you're talking shit. Like, and then that's it. Like at least because nobody told you to show up with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they'd be like, "Damn, like that's that girl got some fucked up nails. Like that's a For that's sure. a piece of work." And it's just like, "All right, you're definitely talking shit. You're definitely talking shit." Mm-hmm. But then that's why I'm just like, "That's kind of fuck." Like, but <laughs> I don't care if I don't understand. If I think you're talking shit, if I know you're talking shit, but For you sure. feel you don't know. It's the difference. Mm-hmm. You gotta know if you you're assuming that's a problem too. Now you're being pro- problematic. Wait, it's like it's my birthday week. Don't oh, girl. Oh. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll give you. I'll give you lots of hugs, being but, problematic. but you know you gotta get some of the tough love too. I don't know. I just dang. That means you're officially part of the crew when bands comes at you. That's crazy because he's usually mad nice, right? She's part of the fam. Wow! Mm-hmm. Don't cast me out. <laughs> mm. Okay, new barber, ten out of ten. New barber, a uh, nine out of ten. But I'll definitely give him another top? try with the beer on top. Yeah, the beer definitely it, added points. What temperature was it? Was it the right it was temperature? Frosty, my guy. Frost. He knew what he was doing. He knew. He, what he, he, he was knew. Doing. I got this one in the bag. He was like, "Here's my card. The number on the back is the new number. Write it down." I was like. I Come see me. I'm and it's right fresh. around the block. I could walk. Yo. Oh, yeah. How did you find out? 2022. Did see you me just outside. Walk in, like, let me try this. Yeah. I've just been trying all the Dominican spots. Mm. So and you, telling them what to do. And some of them listen and some of them don't. So you found your golden ticket? I found my, not my golden, but he's, he's there. The bronze? He's feasible. Nah. Bronze is the lowest. It's a gold. No, you said gold. Silver? Gold. I don't know. I don't watch the Olympics. Anyway, Sugarcane, movie, moving on. That's all. Ashley, how was your birthday? How was my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Drum roll, please. I got you a little... What the hell was that? <laughs> a motorboat. <laughs> no, you gotta do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sailboat. That's what that is. I got you a little gift. I hope you don't have this already. If you do, just act surprised. We got you a little gift as a thank you as well for coming on the show. Fucking way. And and taking time on your Mondays. Regina, get a picture of this right now, Regina. If you know (laughs) Ashley and you've been listening to this, you know that she's a whole venger. I've never even heard that term in a whole venture. Shout out to Joe Budden. You know, <laughs> he made that up. Or they made that up. More to know. come on Joe Budden on, on this. Girl. I love Joe Budden's voice, though. I love yeah, his voice. It's a quick flick. 
We're not good at sound effects at this place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making yes. motorboat sounds. For those of you that are not watching the video, she got a uh, in my lifetime vinyl. Hey. Like, thank yeah. you. Like, wow. You're welcome. Wow. Wow. And you know, because wow. you're a writer and a little journalist, you need a notebook or whatever. I, I always say, like, journals are like one of the most meaningful gifts you can get me, honestly. Or a Literally. book. Or a, book, or a yeah. whole vinyl. There's a card but no take, pressure. Take notes. People that. take notes. Take notes. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. See how easy. See how easy. See how, like, just pay attention. Pay yeah. attention and you pay can attention. give a good gift. Pay attention, fellas. But I appreciate that just She's like I there. appreciate being on every episode like that I've been on thus far. Yes. The opportunity. Yes. I literally hit up Christina yesterday. No, last week. I w- we were talking about uh, like something completely off because me and Christina have low-key become friends. Gabby was in town and I was <gasps> updating her and she's like, Gabby. wait, so like you and Christina like professional I'm dynamic? not taking your place, Gabby. <laughs> she's like, professional level or friend and i'm just saying honestly but i don't even want to say that that was recent either because i feel like even by the time i came for the mic check episode like mm. we were pretty cool yeah yeah it was a good pretty time. cool pretty cool um but yes so i was i say that because i like hit you up about something completely different i was like okay i sound like a broken record but also like thank you for the million time for having me on this month um and again this was my first podcast that i was ever on so shout out to them um but my birthday was Fabulous for someone who went in saying like, and last week on the last episode, yeah, I, I don't said, got plans. Like, I don't have plans. Like it was kind of just, I think in the past year, one of the things that I noticed was a little bit of a trend was like front fallouts and stuff and like mm. things of that nature that when you, to me, when you celebrate your birthday, I don't care. Like if you're extra like me and you're celebrating all month type shit, or if you're just for one day, I think who you choose to spend your birthday with is important because you're bringing in a new year of life. So you want genuine energy around you. And I think with friend fallouts this past year, another pattern I noticed was just like, I didn't even see this coming. So I'm just like, all right, Mm. like paranoid type B. But um, it also comes with age. Yeah. Growing pains. Growing pains. Right. Um, And I seen Regina at brunch which was dope i went with my sister and my two cousins and we went in y2k gear i might be alpha repeating right now regina i don't know if you you saw me in (laughs) i'm definitely repeating right now but um i wore these yellow pants at least 12 times already yeah brunch brunch was dope um my cousins had baby fat gear on i had me and my sister had a sean john gear on um and that was very like culture yeah i think that was also just very much like one of the highlights of my birthday just because and as i was telling regina like we talked about so much um unpacked a lot mm. which i think is just super like reflective which mm-hmm. is very on brand for a birthday after <laughs> that i went to my good friend sadie's crib hey. and sadie was like let's go to sugar cane let's go to sugar cane. i'm like i'm trying to be low-key i'm trying to be low-key let me find out sadie being these <laughs> greens yeah Nah, Sadie was like she's been a little low key lately, but she be she be on the stay silent scene, silent scene for sure. Um, but then Sadie's mom came home from work, and then like, and when I walked into Sadie's crib, she had like a bottle of champagne and a card on the table, mm. and she started playing Mariah the Scientist as soon as I walked in, oh and I was just, <laughs> literally, and I was just like, oh my god, it's like friendship. Literally, it was it was beautiful. And when her mom came home, her mom be pouring like her mom is like one of the funnest, dopest, kindest, like. And I say that because she's mad fun, but they also, I always say, thank you for inviting me into your home, like having me here. Like, it's one of those, you know, parents are always nice 
to the friends, right? So you yeah, always got to take it with a little grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really happy on here? Are you happy on here? And I'm always dropping it up with Sadie's mom. So she's pouring up shots, pouring up shots. Shots of what? Reposado, bro. Ooh. That 1800 bottle. So, and with me, we've talked about this. Like, I'm not super drinker vibes, you know? So, you know, I'm taking shots, taking shots. Um, And it was a great time. So that was Saturday night. And I got to ring in my birthday with them, mm-hmm. which was fabulous. Um, And then Sunday, I spent the afternoon with my parents went to see my grandparents um and then i went to layali's have you guys been to layali's where is that that's downtown never heard of it what kind of no. food is that i don't even know what kind of food is because i be going for the drinks they be having those flame shots she just yo. Says she's not drinker vibes <laughs> she's going for the heard you it's fine <laughs> no, that's what you no. look go to espresso martini a good espresso martini and then they be having like green i think it's green tea shots but it's on fire it's on fire like literally on fire yeah, you didn't see my story. Literally, it's like it, like they it already be kind of be on a flame, and they pour some shit on, and it's like like literally the flame. And I love that. And it was actually and I just like something like oh, I peeped that on your IG. Yeah, it's that fun, nice. Yeah, um, I had a date there actually. That's how I got put on to a it. date. Not recently, not recently, but oh. I actually got put on. <laughs> I got put on that way. Um, but anyways, not to get off track. Because my love life is dead, so we're not even gonna go there. It's fine. <laughs> but so um, is everybody else's in this room. And now, right, right. <laughs> we should do an episode on that. But <laughs> we can do this right now. We're not gonna do not this therapy right now. right now. But um, and then I feel like just it extends into today because before this, I was um talking on Complex Ambitions podcast. Hey. Um, right sound which they even like i'm blessed beyond measure right because i'm just like wow like the love i have felt on my birthday this weekend which like you know i'm very i've had a support system from jump right so every Mm -hmm. year like i do feel that love but little details right like you guys really got me this dope ass vinyl wasn't even expecting that over here on complex ambitious podcast they bought out a cake for me and one of their producers (gasps) oh my god and i'm just like i'm already fucking gassed that i'm even talking on a podcast you know what i mean whether it be like i said this one or complex ambitions and then you guys are also like it's a little like i was gonna say detalles see that details the details it's really the (laughs) details um and i'm just super humbled and i feel like that's definitely that in itself support and love and i said that on my birthday post today well Look, I guess it's not technically my birthday, but it's not my birthday. It's fine. Um, I just feel like the love that I have felt for my birthday also coincides with the support I have mm-hmm. felt in the past year with my content. And I say that all the time of just like, even if someone briefly mentions an article I dropped or if someone even like sees me in public and they're like, oh, actually, like you, like you do journalism and stuff. Like I be gas because I genuinely, and I say I be gas because I don't expect that. But you're you know? putting in the work, so you should expect that. True. Come on now. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you gotta know. soak it's, it in. You tell Ruben that. from your work. Yes. Reciprocity. Come on, bands. Don't make me play Lauren Hill up in here. It'll get right. sad. Oof, chill. But yeah, no, that was my weekend. I am super thankful. Um, and I just have a good feeling about this upcoming year. Knock on wood, knock on everything. Praise I be to love God. that for you because you know what? Good things happen to good people. You know, there's a lot of like, I'm going to get a little deep because this is let's my do it, brand. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. But you know, when you lose people or when things happen to people, you always say, oh, like, why is it that the good die young or bad things happen to good people? And it's like, that's not really necessarily true. Everything is about perspective. And I think that you're at the age 
Um, we don't know how old I am. We don't know. We don't you're know. at the mystery age of where like life is shifting. And but the thing is, when you're young and you have your first shift, you feel like, dang, my life is really changing. And then you find out later that your life is always changing, and there's always a shift, and that Never comes changing. with growth and and the growing pains. Like I was talking about that today. Is just yes. like, yo, like I was actually talking about it with Sound before we went on air, and like talking about the you know coming together of their studio and how that went and like pointing out little details and he's like yeah but like the growing pains that come with everything like yeah and it's and like that's real shit and i think that like it's so bittersweet because like when you feel growing pains i know for me at least like i'll just think like wait like why am i feeling this like sad this sad emotion or this mad emotion when like i'm trying out here do like you, you know like do you suffer from like um, winner's remorse winners are more so like if, so, like if when I'm, you win do you question why did you win mm, or like imposter syndrome it sounds like like I you mean, feel like you don't deserve it it's not that i feel like i don't deserve it i just think part of me not expecting it like and i talked actually like i think one of the most transparent i've ever been was like on the first episode i was on mm-hmm. with you guys where you guys interviewed me of just like um when you put the work in right like and i just think like i said like being in the in a hustler mode mm-hmm. sometimes we get on autopilot sometimes like you know like definitely we're definitely. just always on to the next on like the jay-z's on, on to the next one and um i think like even with my acceptance into grad school you know everyone that i everyone like you know my people who i told like i got into syracuse and stuff like they were pointing out different things about Syracuse that I didn't even realize or like, you know, like in general, I just had a general generalization of the school. Like that's a great school. And whether it was Syracuse, whether it be any other great mm-hmm. school, like I, w- I didn't throw in my application thinking like, yeah, I got I'm that in the here. bag. Yeah. And I think that goes for any other, like, you know what I mean? Even like the Knicks on Broadway article I dropped a week ago that like that got like Be-com. so many page views, but I wasn't expect, you know what I mean? Like, so I think, to answer your question, it's not even like I feel a way when it does happen. I just think that the general shock of it can take away from me celebrating it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I haven't been to therapy in a minute, to be I, uh, honest. I feel like I'm in a session right now. So, so I also suffer of that. Like, and sometimes, sometimes I feel like, did I deserve that? Or was this just a mistake? Or was I just there at the right, right. time, right pl- right place, right time? Like, look. Time, like, and I question I mean? the own like work that I put bit. in. I question the own work that I put in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because to me, I'm like my biggest critic. Like, for example, I was talking to a really good friend of mine. And he usually puts things into perspective for me very well. And I was just like, I just, like, you know, like, he was like applauding something I was doing, right? Like, who knows at the time what the conversation was. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm trying, you know, like, I feel like I'm kind of at a standstill right now. Like, I feel, you know, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm technically not in my, like, my career. I think that's another misconception that people have, too, of me right now is that, like, everything that I do, like, I'm affiliate, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting paid for, like, that article I dropped. Or I'm getting paid for, like, that affiliation. And it's like, no, like, I'm still super happy doing it. They're like passion projects. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's passion projects. Perfectly said. And because I, there's no monetary mm-hmm. gains happening, I think that's a societal thing, too. Like you start to question, mm-hmm. like, wait a second, like, but I my don't bank ha- accounts not right. Changing. Like my bread is not all the way up right now. Which again, like I know that that's something that's a whole other deeply rooted thing of just you know it's not always a dollar sign that has to make you feel Happy. like. But he like broke Fulfilled. it down for me, like Ashley, like, like fuck you, me, you're not do you know what I mean? Like what do you mean you're not doing anything? Like 
you're doing this and you're doing that and blah 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 and I'm just like but you're doing what a lot of people have not even done like people who have dreams and goals like because I um I slid into B dots uh dms one time and i asked him for advice like what do you what do you say to someone that's trying to make it in journalism and music and hip-hop and stuff like that and he was like just make a name for yourself literally that's all he said and that that's a broad statement but it means like so So much. much and he's basically saying put in the work and that's what you're doing so now when you step in rooms people know who you are because of the work that you've done so when people know who i am like I really so to me, and I was talking about this at Sadie's crib the other like this week, and I'm just like, people like Ashley, you know everyone, but to me, I aside from being humbled by it, I know that I know you. You know what I'm saying? Like I know right. your like sexy mommy underscore one two three because we've been following <laughs> each other for mad years. You know so what I, I mean? Ninety one, right? Like we've been following each other for a minute. Like I pay attention. Like I know who you are, type thing. But like I don't. That's why I'm saying, like, even as a general statement, I was like, oh, yeah, like, you're you're a journalist. Like, I've heard about you. Like, I'm just like, wait, that's fine. Like, you know, so and we talked about that off the air last week with Cooch and everything of like people knowing me more and stuff. Um, I feel like people also know you more than you know. Like, right, there's people that right, are like, I'd be scared. Oh, that's the girl I'd be on Instagram. She got she got the fire L.A. Lakers jacket. Yeah, I saw her on her IG. <laughs> yeah, she put up that next on Broadway. They were talking about some racist shit over yeah. there. I don't know what the fuck they, you know, because people don't really some people don't know the full details but they know who you are and to me that's all that matters if it's not you're, negative fuck it you're doing the work that's all that matters at period that, at the end of the day material your girl. work always will remain regardless <laughs> of anything else yes and that's so. why i love coming on here i feel like you guys are both creatives so mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of what we talk about when we get to the nitty-gritty of it whether it be in this lay of like me and my birthday which again i love this conversation already are um, you crying oh no no i don't oh, okay. believe in crying i don't believe in crying Personally, personally, personally. Regina looks concerned. I've been crying all the time. I just, you know, I have prideful tear ducts. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a crap, but not in front of people. Like, even my therapist has been like, like, I'll be like, oh my God, like, you know know I'm heated right now. Like, you know I'm fucking heated. You know I hate this shit. And she'll be like, no, actually, like, this is great. Like, this is the third time you've cried in like the seven years I've known you. But anyways, um, because we're creatives, alas, in conclusion, I feel like you guys also, like, there's... An understanding you guys have, like, in a broad aspect that is important, especially because we're in the creative capital and because, like, I just think creativity in general, whether it be at a level of, like, just content creation, whatever, whether it be photography, whether it be writing, whether it be whatever, is, like, on a come up. So we need more platforms like this one where you guys get into the gritty of it all. Yes. 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 Happy birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. Take All a right. shot for me. Let's this get into some tunes. Or take a hit. This is the vibe I'm on today. Ooh. Feeling sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 142 of the Sparkle Podcast. I'm trying to keep the greats alive. The kids don't know about the greats. This is a shame, man. They don't know Tita Turner. They don't know James Brown. Oh my gosh. Providence, we out here, bitch!
Marvin Gaye. This intro is a lot longer than I remember, but if you're riding to work, if you're at work, enjoy the tune. That's five a motherfucking two. classic. Welcome everybody. Is five is five two the perfect tight? I don't know, but let me intro no this dance, real quick. Because I'm not five two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode one hundred forty two one forty two. However you want to say 42. that, we are going to jump in to the motherfucking culture shock, bitch. <laughs> What it is, what it is. We're not talking about duck sauce this time. No, no duck sauce. I have duck no sauce. PSAs. Actually, the PSA was Ben's, um, re, uh, what's that called? it for me, my haircut, my barber. But yes, <laughs> let's start off with Blackish. Blackish is ending after eight seasons. Started back in 2014 and gave us all the new stars, Yara Shahidi. Did y'all know that that's Nas's niece? Nas the no, rapper? No. It's pretty fire. And she goes to uh, the school over here in Massachusetts, Cambridge, Harvard. Shout out to her. She's graduating with her uh, master's. I mean, not master's. Her PhD. I don't know. Grad school. Damn. Um, master's. 
Yeah. Marcus Greibner, Miles Brown, Dion Cole, and of course, Marcy Martin, who was the youngest person to ever produce a movie in 2019 at 15 years old. And with iconic stars, of course, Tracy Ellis Ross, Anthony Anderson, Jennifer Lewis, and Lawrence Fishburne. Yo, what a lineup. Now that I'm saying it out loud. Right, yeah, some right, right. on that. Crazy. And the show has gone, um, has won four Golden Globes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Won one Golden Globe and four nominations. 22 NAACP Awards. 22. Damn. Nice. For Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series, Outstanding Comedy Series, and Outstanding Actor in a Comedy Series. And that's for Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross, and the whole entire cast. The six Com had two spinoffs, Grown-ish and Mixed-ish. And now we are at the end of the road. And it's so hard. But I think it's a good thing. I think... <laughs> wow. No, I'm saying I think it's a good thing because you have shows like Grey's Anatomy still on the air and Girl. not giving it the fuck up. And I say that as someone who... I wasn't watching Grey's Anatomy like when it first came out, but mm-hmm. in high school, like I started watching it, whatever. What is it, like season 12 now? Not even. I think it's like fifteen plus. Like it's not. Yeah. So that's that's why I say like I think eight is a solid number, especially when it's like you said, like you established Mm -hmm. the legendary aspects behind it. Right. Right. It's like like just let it breathe. Exactly. After a certain amount, people just kind of they do though. Look at Walking Dead. Yeah, like the views for Blackish have gone lower and lower significantly. So I guess it's only right. But the show is amazing for what it is and what it was. Um, you know, a lot of if you watch the show, it's a lot of like racially charged conversations. Oh, that, yeah, absolutely. The N word, raising your kids, marriage, divorce, splitting up, parents. It has literally every single like aspect of life in that show. And I, to me, it's a classic. It's iconic. And I loved it. So I'm going to miss it. But there's always reruns. And hopefully it gets syndicated like the rest of them do. Because y'all be syndicating white shows, but you don't be syndicating the black shows. You ain't low. But yeah, I I hope that that'll be one of the ones that we get to continue to see. Like the Bill Cosby show was on air for decades. So hopefully Blackish does too. I think it still plays. No, they took that off after the... The scandal. Yeah, the scandal. I could have sworn I seen it on TV after that. No, you have not. It literally they took everything that he owned off of TV. But moving on, before we get into some serious stuff, hmm. Mike Tyson is coming out with his own edibles. And guess what they're called? Guess what they're called? Anybody? I'm not gonna guess because they're called Mike Bites. <laughs> <laughs> they're called Mike Bites. <laughs> Yes, marijuana-infused gummies, Mm -hmm. um, paying homage, of course, to the culturally classic moment when he bit off Evander Holyfield's (laughs) ear in 1997, and his company put out a tweet saying, holy ears, they're finally here. Go get your mic bites now, which is clever and also kind of disrespectful, I feel like, but hey. Um, So this will be available in California, Colorado, and Nevada. And so what's um, up? We taking a flight? What's good? What's good? What's good? I spark think, up trip? I spark up trip? Massachusetts too. I want to go back to Cal- no, not Massachusetts. N- not yet. Don't be Don't, rumors th- if you didn't read. <laughs> I mean, it's legal in Massachusetts, so I would assume that you know they. These are the three too. places it's going to be available so far. It hasn't. We uh, can hope. We can hope. Mm-hmm. We can take a quick low forty five. Right. Not even edible. Right there. All right. Right. Um. So yeah. So if you don't know, for all of y'all Gen Zers who choose to not be cultured i think um 
this famous fight caused Mike Tyson's whole career. They took away his mm. boxing license. He was fined $3 million. I wouldn't say a whole career. I mean, it went down from there. But hold on, let me finish. So I looked up what $3 million was worth in 1997. And according to this site on Google, After it's $5 million, $273,682. That's a lot of motherfucking money this man had to pay up. And, um, you know, as we all know that Mike Tyson is iconic. He's legendary. Sure. Arguably one of the greatest fighters that we've ever seen. Um, but he says that weed has played an important role in his life and that it has made a uh, positive impact on his mental health and physical health. I was going to say that. I was going to say that I think there's a lot of value in this period because mm-hmm. when I saw Mike Tyson at um, the Canastota Hall of Fame, so the official boxing Hall of Fame oh, a few years ago, I have a picture of him. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> but... Um, when I heard him talk and everything, he was, which I think he's become very transparent in the mm-hmm. past decade, probably less. He has his own podcast too. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Tyson. Where you can hear him be mm-hmm. transparent about his mental health. And I think period, which I talked about this with sound on the episode I was in today of just like at an entertainment level, so entertainers or athletes in this aspect um, who like, be going through it but you know especially if you think of the era that mike tyson was part of like yeah society wasn't as deep and woke as we are now Absolutely right not. so a lot of that especially when it comes into the sport of boxing imagine how much fucking anger like <laughs> why you think he bit the ear off right like we really get down <laughs> to like the root of, of them off. <laughs> <laughs> get to the like root of it um but like i said i think especially with just marijuana in general right now and how that's being perceived and the medicinal mm-hmm. part of it, like mad fucking value behind Mike Tyson doing these edibles. That's what I'm saying. Let's take a trip. Let's go to Colorado. I want to go to California. <coughs> that's where I want to go. You have anything to say about this Mike Tyson before we move on to Brittany Griner? It's great marketing. Using the airs as part of yes, beautiful. Like that's that's like it's genius. It's genius because. One, it's like bringing back a moment, mm-hmm. even though it's not the greatest point, <laughs> right? Of Mike Tyson, he's bringing it back to market it to make it something that was not okay, but you know, marketable. Yeah, he's kind of like taking some like a negative he's, moment he's, and making a positive. He's making his money back. Per right, yeah. there you go. Per That's full it. circle. You know, full circle. Um, now, as of. The we needed Massachusetts. <laughs> okay, sir. As, aside from everything else, we needed Massachusetts. Bring like, it to New England. Bring it to New England. How, how is how is marijuana legal in Massachusetts? And you're not bringing it. Well, these uh, the the way the dispensaries work. They don't carry every strain and every like product. They pick and choose what products to. Yeah, but couldn't you order? I don't, I don't know. I think you could order it and get it shipped to your house. You're making things up. You don't know that. First you're saying it's in Massachusetts. If it's legal to legal state, I think it's legal. Well, we're not in Massachusetts, so that doesn't apply to us. Down the street. You got an Addy in Massachusetts? Do you guys have family in Massachusetts? I have an Addy, but I don't know if I could use it anymore, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you guys don't got relatives in Lawrence, Massachusetts, bro? Nah, we're not those kind of Dominicans. (laughs) We're cooler than that. For real, though. The Dominicans in Boston are weird. (laughs) 
Huh? He's gonna be over I'm, there. I'm gonna be. He's going to DR once. this weekend, bro. You're gonna be a Fortokisha again? Yeah. Uh, so let's oh, move on you. to Brittany Griner. As you all know or may not know, Brittany Griner is an WNBA <laughs> player who has been um, arrested and she's been in jail for some time for carrying vapes. Apparently, they're very strict. <sighs> Um, bullshit like this and of course as you have not if you've been paying attention to the news you know russia has been attacking ukraine for like what seems like two months a month already and so of course people are super worried about her but the thing that's most prominent in this conversation is that people are saying has she been a man has she been straight that people would be paying more attention has she been white people would be paying more attention and there's also the root of the problem is that had the WNBA pay women more, had they, if the WNBA paid women more money, they would not have to do this. She's literally playing overseas while the WNBA is out. So she's working two jobs basically. And that's fucking crazy. You're a professional basketball player and you're picking up a second job. Like that's something regular people do. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of like bench players do as well. And it's no, but it's, it's just sad. The whole situation is sad. Um, I really just wanted to talk about it. I don't follow this person personally again, because the WNBA just doesn't get that kind of light. Like the NBA does. Right, right, right. But, um, I thought it was important to mention because I mean, free her till it's backwards. She's one of ours and she belongs home. I mean, like the fact that you're in jail over a vape is ridiculous. And also, we don't trust the Russians. What the heck? It's because it's in Russia, right? Yeah, she's in Russia. She's in Moscow. Like, that's the thing, too, is that I think that that just adds a layer to the bullshit. Is like they're probably using her to make a point. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is is to make an example. A point. And like, if you know, like, let's be honest, like, outside of the everything else that comes along with the situation. Like, why are you going to, you, if you know the rules in that country are this strict, why are you going to carry that? Yeah, but we can't victim blame either because, no, because, because if, if it was someone else, like when, when Jules went into the airport and had a gun in his luggage, he probably forgot. I, he probably forgot. We had the same energy for him. Like, Hey, that was stupid. You shouldn't have done that. I'm going to have the same energy for her. Yeah, but you the difference have done that. The difference is, here to me is that she's probably done this before. Like yeah, I feel like you can't always get away with what you get no, away I'm with. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like this Wasn't is, it a THC vape? Huh? Was it THC? Yeah, it's THC. Mm. So, you know, the laws are different in different countries, but the point of the matter is that they still have been holding her and they're not releasing any information on her. Hell, a lot of people, her wife didn't even know she was in jail for the longest time. Like, they're just holding this woman hostage in jail without contacting anybody in America, and that's fucking scary. We don't know what they're doing to her, how they're treating her. Like, imagine how many other Americans or out of Mm non-Russians are being held captive, captive, and there's no no word about it. Yeah, free her, free her, free her, you motherfucking become- free her, and legalize marijuana. What the fuck? Like over and also over vape. Yeah, <laughs> and WNBA fucking pay these women. Like they pay just they play just as well. I don't well, understand. Well, for that market you, it different. You have to you have to get the women behind the WNBA as well, so they can watch the game. 
You know what I mean? If you don't have the yeah, but it's that's also not I was gonna say you know we we when we, we gotta be honest, we gotta play. You know when the when it was very much like on social media, like viral at a viral moment. I love that little dirt mm-hmm. song, by the way. Um, it was a viral moment at one point about Sue Bird's salary compared to LeBron's salary, mm-hmm. and I was reading a lot of the commentary about that, which we can all sit here and fundamentally agree. Like, yes, like fucking compensate these women, and also. Sure. At Sue Bird's level, like, why is there such a difference in these salaries? Right. But, like, you, I don't hear hype at a universal level for the WNBA as I do mm-hmm. for the NBA. And that is the root of the issue is that the people, the head honchos of the WNBA could have every intention in the world to be compensating these women fairly. Right. But at the same time, when you talk about it in a business aspect, and mind you, not a business major, and when we talk money, I'm <laughs> I'm running away. But to some extent, like viewers and support, yeah. But why games, not? Because I, I think it's like because there women. needs to be there, right and uh, like at a societal level, there needs to be more of a like push or campaign, consistent campaignship of having you know like engaging with that with that side of yes. of basketball. You know what I mean? Like for me personally, like. I'm just thinking in my head, like, think about, like, the NBA Christmas games. Like, I've never mm-hmm. heard of a WNBA, like, or just even they're, basketball they're games. In- they invest so much in the NBA. They even get sponsorships. No. They get endorsements. I never, you never hear about that. The no. last WNBA player that was marketed so, like, highly was Lisa, Lisa Leslie? Is that her name? From, yeah. And after yeah. that, I don't know any other that has no. been... Um, glorified. Now let me ask y'all a question. Since y'all y'all women, when was the last time you watched uh WNBA That's game? What the fuck I don't watch I'm basketball saying. at all. So no, but like when you, you get what I'm saying, like if women ain't supporting the, it's sport, not that women are not supporting. No, on, it's just that on, no, no. On, let, let me cut you off because you asked the question. Let, let me answer. <laughs> the WNBA <laughs> has not been pushed on us culturally ever yes. that's why because we don't no, watch it yeah because nobody's doing it why aren't people doing it i just told you why it's not being pushed on us since we were kids since the beginning of time the w um the right, WNBA right. has never been highlighted is that like on a societal level is that it is not any sort of mainstream there's no mainstream push toward it right? at all but then and just in general i think whenever there's like high level uh I don't even know how we can really categorize this, but just fucked up shit, right? Fucked up shit happening like at a corporate level, at a high level. It's like, we could have every intention. We can talk about this, right? But how can we see that fundamental? And like, that's I say fundamental because the change that has to push through of like, yes, Mm -hmm. women need to support women. Now, I could hit up all the bad bitches on my contact list. Watch the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can put that. Can I hit them up too? (laughs) I'm sorry. No, if I had a fucking dollar for every time my people be like, oh, Ashley, like you have all these like foreign friends. Like, I'm just like, like, right. But they be in relationships, situationships. Anyways, the point of the matter is that I could hit up. all the tea. I could hit up all all my girls and be like, yo, like put them on to Subert. Put them on to like these big names. You know what I mean? And be like, yo, like fucking watch these games. Um, Put your mans on. Like, you know what I mean? Put it on with your mans. Um, But like. That's the thing. It's like it's kind of like with people who are like so for a cause. Like, all right, like mm-hmm. Christina could hit up her girls and say to like, "Yo, watch these, watch these games," and then boom, women supporting women. But culturally, societally, like it, that's not gonna do enough. That's not gonna fill the pocket. So there needs to be like a whole barrier 
a corporate a cor- yes. barrier yes. broken. Yes, yes. I agree with you. But. but. <laughs> this nigga always got a no, but. No, so you don't on, agree with us. Let, let me say my point because you're not. You're not letting me say my point. My point is Well, first of all, you... Hold on, you hold disrupt on, me. hold on. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Hold on, because he disrupts me every week. He disrupts me every week. And on Women's History Month, I can't disrupt him. Nah, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying this in a super respectful way, but, you know, if there is no push for the WNBA to become a better network mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the NBA is mm-hmm. if the viewerships don't meet the market caps in the business aspect how you how you want people to pay mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. women more if nobody is coming to the to the games like that have you seen but that's not even hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. have you seen what an NBA uh, WNBA game looks like but ask them, yourself why hold, hold on with all them ble- seats in the bleachers empty but why but that's though? The thing. We're but saying why? that the result of that but it is can't, it can't just be because of men. What? If, Nobody no, said men. It's corporate. no, no, because 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 because. Why is he so offended? But it no, is because in fact because of men. <laughs> but, no, literally. The thing is that you can't compare the WNBA to the NBA at all because the NBA, the longevity the NBA has, is much greater. But why though? Because it started a long time ago. All but right, why? all right, but, 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 but. You know, basically, they're much more ahead. You know, at but the time. Why? At, oh, at the time, hold on, hold on. At the time, we can say that women didn't have the rights they do. Okay, fair, fair enough. They didn't. You know what I mean? But the thing because is. Because of who? Now, now the rights are here. We, we can, right, but look, we can, look at the look at the long term consequences on, on, that on. have come from it's a ripple okay, divide. It, there is there is all that, but the thing is that also how many times do you see men watching the NBA games and their women and their girlfriend or but why wait do wait. your homeboys watch the WNBA games? Absolutely not. What's good with that? Tell me, as are a the guy, girlfriends asking them to watch? No, 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 no. no. But you no, know, no, no. no. If we like, talk if about we it, we love like basketball. Game. If we love the game of basketball, why we aren't we watching the whole sport? What? That's what I'm asking you, man. Is that if we're being, we like, know the answer for the for the sake of being stereotypical, <laughs> real quick, right? You're saying, are there girlfriends? Hold up. Now, for example, me when oh, actually when people try to question why I ride for the Lakers, I get heated. But in most cases, girls that are watching basketball games with their with their men, right? Again, mm-hmm. being stereotypical here, being politically incorrect. It, 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 it if they're watching it, if they're watching it because men their man's put it on, well. absolutely. Why is their man's not putting on the W and motherfucking B A? Listen, why, bitch? Just yes. answer the question. Like, now we now we gotta get to the nitty gritty of it. So, as a guy, <laughs> tell me why your homies aren't putting aren't streaming W because games. that's not what they're interested in. in so what are you, what are they like inter- what are they interested in? Look, look at look look. For example, they're interested in seeing example, men play basketball, or are they example, interested I would in basketball? Say, check check this out. For example, women boxers don't get paid as much as men boxers. They a work fact. they work twice as hard. They work twice as hard, and they go even harder than the men. And who's fault? I, b- I believe that they, hear me out, I believe they should get paid more, but also if the viewership's not there, where are you going to get the money but from? But why isn't the viewership there? Answer that question. I just said, like, nobody's pushing it forward. Why? But I, just, but I said, but I, but I, but that's the thing, too, is that we could have well-intentioned people, woke why, people. Why does Kylie Jenner have a makeup, makeup, 
company that makes billions of dollars, but the WNBA doesn't make billions of dollars. Because men are not investing in it. Men own these things. They own it. They're investing in the NBA. They're investing. LeBron is in every commercial, every movie. He's the worst actor of all time. I think there needs to be more. Why is it a a men thing and not a marketing thing? Because patriarchy. And it's a real thing. We're not making this up. This is for real. I'm not being a nigga. But the thing thing is that I'm trying to to scale away from just looking at that aspect. But you can't scale away from the root of the issue. That's it. The root of the issue is that it hasn't been culturally imposed on us how Thank can you. it be culturally That's imposed it. by us That's through it. effective and consistent campaigning advertisement xyz before the the boom of social media statistically it Again. said kids who are fucking two years old and under are seeing the dead horse x amount of advertisements a day now we can say these dope ass collaborations and even though the wnba does have some campaign partnerships and whatnot Barely? are we seeing that as con- are they being imposed on society as frequently or as consistently nope. as the nba no why but, aren't your homies you see- why aren't your boys bands trying to stream the wnba games because they don't want to see that why don't they want to see that because it's not being imposed on them why is it not but, being imposed on them because they think that oh we fuck with basketball we fuck with basketball i love basketball just, all this stuff but why are you only fucking with basketball when a man is holding ball for that wrongdoing, I was just adding that as no, further I'm, I'm evidence just saying to my in point. general, we can't just only point the finger at men because women aren't watching it neither. But you women know, aren't watching ha, sports, no, yes, they do because women watch men. Serena Williams in, in the Most tennis the games. <clears throat> women watch sports, women watch sports. That's absurd if you but say she women just don't said watch it. sports. No, we're, we're running in circles here. We have to move on for real. For real, at we're running day, in circles here. She just answered your at question. At the end of the day, if there's no viewership. There's no money being made, so therefore it's yeah, but less the money, investment the funds, in whatever. The funds need to be invested in more consistent campaigns so that the viewerships can go and skyrocket up. So I believe people need to stand behind it more. Simple. But the people who are going to stand behind it are not the ones that are with the money in their pockets to do this. Yes, we have if, to if move on. Bands, I'm in, sorry, you lost. In, in, in Kylie Jenner's company, we can invest in the WNBA. Those I'm just saying. two things are different. <laughs> Very just, different. One is an independent business and the other is a corporate business. It's very different. At the end of the day, it's all corporate. No. We're moving on. It's consumer. Fuck Kylie Jenner. Let's continue. Let's continue. I don't want to talk about her. (laughs) So from one LGBTQ plus member to the next, Jesse Smollett, as we, I don't think we, no, we did not get to this last week. So Jesse Smollett received jail time. Mm -hmm. They sentenced him 150 days in jail. And he made it a point to um, shout out in court and say that he is not suicidal, that he does not want to harm himself, and that anything, if anything happens to him in jail, that he did not do this to himself. And of course, he said that because he feels personally attacked. He feels that the reason why he's going through all this turmoil is because he's a gay black man. And others have gone against it and disagreed, calling him a liar and this and that, and it's fine. So when he was in jail... His brother came out and talked to Revolt and said, you know, if this was a straight black man or if this was just a white man, he'd be Mm -mm. getting so much support. And Mm -mm. my brother needs to be out of jail. And also, they put him in a psych ward. In a psych ward. So, I don't know. Of course, we don't know. We're not inside. But, you know, from the outside, 
Everything from this case has been suspect since the beginning. Okay, so wait a second. For the record, for the viewers who are not, or the listeners. Oh, I got the timeline here. No, right. Oh, perfect. Walk us through the, give us a little jump, jump. And also, please confirm at a legal and also just if it's back the fuck up, if this happened or not. If it was, if the hate crime that he said happened to him was true for Well, real. they announced basically that he's a liar. They said that there's a lie. There's not enough proof to. Um, there's not enough proof to prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they went through all the footage. The guys. Okay, so basically, Jesse Smollett um, said that he was attacked. There was pictures of him in the hospital with bruises and black eyes. Mm-hmm. He pointed out the two men that did this to him. As things started to unravel, it turned out that supposedly one of them was his weed plug, and he was meeting up with him for weed, and also his lover. Well, he, they supposedly they According allegedly to. they messed. And so since then, the two guys have come out and be like, we don't know what this nigga's talking about. We did not attack him. He did this himself. There was a noose. There was bleach and a whole bunch of other details right. that he said. And so this has been going on since 2019. So it's been three, two years, three years. And um, the judge made his verdict and said that he's a liar and that this was not true, that he was not attacked, that he planned everything, that he paid these men, and they sentenced him to jail. But now he's out. He's out here in these streets, baby. What do you mean now he's out? He's, he's out. out. He's a free man. He's outside with it. So he said he's not suicidal because in case something happens to him yeah. and they try to say he did it to himself, Yes, he is not suicidal. This whole time I'm thinking he said I'm not suicidal because he was about to be no, he says not because you know we've seen this with Sa- Sandra Bland, we've seen this also right. with um Aaron Rodriguez, Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez. I know it was something Hispanic, and many other cases. There was this other guy too that was involved in the politics that was suicidal. So I think he was making a point to say like I'm a gay black man who people think I'm lying. They're gonna try to kill me. They're gonna try to off me. They ruined his career. His career is tarnished. He hasn't been able to get a job since. And you know what? Honestly, I have no bitterness towards this man. If he lied, he lied. It's not like he killed somebody. He didn't hurt anybody. He didn't hurt himself. Why are we throwing nails to the cross on this man like that? Because of what he's lying about. Exactly. I mean, yes, it's a a terrible lie. It diminishes the... The validity. Exactly. It's a terrible lie, but... To be so punished like that, we have people in this industry that have done worse, and they're out here getting this bag. For example, Trump. For example, Bill Cosby. For example, R. Kelly. For example, Trey Songz, Chris Brown. The list goes on. So why with him? Kelly's in jail, finally. Yeah, finally. But this nigga's outside still tweeting. (laughs) Like, how you tweeting from jail? But but I, you do the time, you do you do the crime, you do the time. You know he's getting mad. Because he will, no pun intended, and again, all the blessings to him, he will fucking die on that hill that that shit happened. Even no, yeah. though there's, like, and that's the shit right <laughs> there. That's why. evidence to even prove Right, and that's why everyone's fucking annoyed. It's because you were already over here bugged <laughs> with the context of the lie. Right. And you're still riding for that he lie. sticking to And that is hell. why people are going to keep talking shit. Why people are going to, they're going to make an example out of him because like, you, you, like, no, just no. This <laughs> man said he's the gay Tupac. Yeah, that's a little wild. See? Like, you know. It, we don't have to go into detail of what he said. I'm not, it's I'm all not, ridiculous. I'm, I'm not going into details, but. Ugh, sorry. I think 
I think in this case, he was better off having this happen to him because, look, he's a free man. Like everything happened for a reason. Exactly. So, like, this whole embarrassment, this was to embarrass him more than than it was to put him in jail. No, he embarrassed himself. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, this was more to publicly embarrass him than it was to put him in jail. Yeah. This is a, sm- this is a, a smack in the ass. Oh, gosh. You know, you know how they used to spank kids? <laughs> they used to lay them, <laughs> they used to lay them down and smack them. You have such a different reality from real life. <laughs> you, you, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's never happened to but me. But that's so I can't that's relate. what they're doing to him publicly. They're giving him, giving him. Yeah, a, they're making an a ass out of him. Ass whooping. I don't have his bank statements in front of me, right? Even before this ridiculousness happened. Let's check his net worth. Right, check the net worth. And as long as Empire was on air, being dragged the fuck out, like that wasn't enough for you. That you really wanted to. Three hundred thousand dollars, your boys, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's more than me. Wealth, well, in America, the the wealthy, from what I've been reading lately, the you wealthy read? people make. Hear me out. <laughs> you don't be reading well, the articles. Wealthiest families in America make five hundred fifty thousand dollars annually. Mm-hmm. The wealthiest. And I'm, I'm the one percent. No, we're not talking about the one percent. We're talking about the the first twenty before getting into into uh, the second tier. Exactly. So, so like top blue top collar, middle class. middle class. You know, this is like that level where it's still like you're living comfortably. He's living comfortably. Three hundred thousand dollars is not a lot for someone who, like who acts and has been pursuing this career since he was a kid. That's not a lot of money. No, but here's the thing. This is again, like, an, I mean, that is like at a celebrity level, right? Like that's I what said, I mean. As, as frequent, as long I should say, as Empire was on air, that is a, a low, um, value. That, that is. He's also not an A list star, you know. But at the same, but again, it's like three hundred k, right? So the, would that be three hundred k a year? Well, no, that's what he's worth allegedly, according to this website. So basically. That's like before taxes. It's not what you made. It's kind of like what you've made. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. I just, obviously, we don't know his personal hardships, right? What could have led mm-hmm. him to making such a foolish mistake. But at the same time, even if at the time of the crime, the uh, net worth was that, again, like, it was probably ass, less. You know, like, dead ass. Like, at the end of the day, you're making more bread than people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you, there's so much privilege that you're riding on because of the career yes. that you have already embarked on. The opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. Right before you do this stupidity. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, and I bring all this up because at the same time, it's like, did he do this to just, was it like, was it a failed publicity stunt? Yes. Like did it backfire? Right. I think <laughs> it was a failed publicity stunt. And just regardless of the motive, it's just like, like. Just grimy as fuck, honestly. Yeah. I hope people keep fucking, like, shaming that shit because it's, like, again, I, I just think fundamentally it's fucked up because, like, bands mm-hmm. also said... Like, what he lied about. What he lied about. That's what I'm saying. Like, the validity of... Like, if this was just some other, like, oh, like, 
I just got beat up. Yeah, like, but again, it's like you're, you he, went he specifically. You, you went the yeah, extra mile with it, especially the times, like, not the times we're living in because we've been living in the times forever, right? But again, yeah, it just yeah, gives more feel, the homophobic people a chance to talk. Basically, shit. what Trump did and started the whole insurrection thing. Yeah. It's a wild ticket, but anyway. One lie stemmed a whole different problem. That could have been something that happens to happened or happens to him in the future. Mm. You know, just because of that small lie, which wouldn't hurt nobody, but it does hurt some people. You know what I mean? Because on both spectrums, you know, now now people that are fighting for um Black rights and mm-hmm. gay rights. Gay rights aren't gonna have the word. The you know it takes away from their yes, mission. Yes. So you know what I mean. That's a big issue. Mm-hmm. Definitely. As as no, it's it not is, a joke. You know what I mean. That white lie turns into a big old lie, mm-hmm. and now that big old lie causes different. It's a ripple effects. effect. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's for sure. It, yes. But you're also, right. like if like in the same breath as like. If he really does, if this all stems from some like a fucked up mental state, like may he get the mm-hmm. help he needs so that he can. Because I think also him riding for this lie, like we said, is such an example of when people be lying so frequently or so deeply that they really start to believe their no, lie. That's a real sickness. You know, like, and just, yeah, like just a, a manipulative tactic as well, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, prayers out to Jesse Smollett. Hopefully he gets the help he needs. Um, And, you know, what's done in the dark always comes to light. And this is not our business. And it has just been put in our face and beaten down our throats and our eyeballs. And we are done with it. I'm glad that he's out and that he's safe and that he's alive to continue to live his life however he so chooses. God bless. But we move forward. So recently, Vince Staples was in an interview on Hot 97, and he was talking about violence in hip-hop. And I'm going to play the clip because I'm not the best paraphraser or summarizer in the world. So here it is. Whoops. What's happening here? It's on mute. But the truth of the matter when it comes to hip-hop, in my opinion, is like we got to stop pretending we care about these people and we care about these kids. This is a business. They want to use you and destroy you and get your money. And it's better for their business if you're dead. That's why they put out albums after you died. If they cared about you as an artist, they wouldn't do that. They would just give your parents to remainder your contract. They would give you health insurance. They would give you life insurance. It's just, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, we just got to start pretending that these people care about us when they're running this business. But the truth of the matter when it comes to hip hop and my. So it reloops. But yes, that was just a 27 second clip of an amazing interview. First and foremost, I just want to say I love Vince Staples. I love the way he thinks. He's such an intellectual. He's so not made for this bullshit, but he's so good at playing the game. And I think we've seen him come a long way with his mentality and his music. And, of course, he's still young, so we'll see him grow and become smarter and hopefully make a positive impact in the hip-hop industry. But what he's saying right here is church. Like... Wow, I could think about so many. We could go as far back to the beginning. Perfect example. And I really hate to do this because Diddy is low-key one of my idols. Let's think about Biggie. Biggie died when? Like 26, 27 years ago. 
Well, we just had the anniversary in the beginning of the month. Yes, but his family asked that we don't say that and we don't celebrate his death. They want us to celebrate his life, May 9th. So, this man died years ago. Who's been eating off of that for years? Bad boys, bad boys' main income is still Biggie. Can you believe that? Like, after all these years, from merch to music, his album went diamond, I think. It's almost hitting two, four times. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Like, he's dead. And his music still lives on forever. There's still a push for that because there's something about this community, specifically the hip-hop community. Let me know. Let me generalize this. The black community, we glorify death for some very, very strange, dark reason. It's a rest in peace. This rest in peace, my nigga. We buying bottles. We smoking blunts. We going to the block where he was killed at. Why? I don't understand. I think it's for the sake of legacy in a way. Yes, but like you see, um, glorifying death and using it as a marketing tool is nasty. Oh, yeah, no. Using it as a marketing tool is trash. You know, trying to like really profit off that specifically as trash. But I think I don't like in terms of like people like pouring up, like, you know, like they be like over there, like, in the, you know what I mean? Like in the middle of a summer day, but niggas pour, be pour some honey on the sidewalk for their dog or pour some on the grave for their dog. I don't see that as glorification. I just think in that aspect, like again, at a non profit off of or non famous level, like there's a, it's like a paying homage to her, like a respect thing and trying to still. Well, yes, but then there's things like, I mean, and I'm generalizing, I'm speak, I'm teetering the line of like borderline, like ignorance here, but then there's, oftentimes we've seen this and we've talked about this in the past when someone from the hood dies uh an iconic like barry for example rest in peace god rest his soul um dies and all of a sudden oh yeah i knew him yeah we were best friends and now everybody got him on t-shirts and now everybody's sat in it and everybody's like so proud to be connected to this death and you're right to some extent it is paying homage and um, you know, honoring their life. But mm-hmm. to what extent do we go is my point into what Vince Staples is saying. Oh, yeah, no, 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 but I def because I talked about this like um with sound today as well of this clip specifically. Mm-hmm. It's again, it, it's at a corporate level. Like it's just, it's fucked the fuck up. Right. Because pop smoke is a perfect example of perfect. someone whose music was in this within the year of his death whatever was left in that vault was put out to the world and mm-hmm. like you know so and again like that was a very major death you know like everybody knew about it everybody was talking mm-hmm. about it um especially when it happened so but we did just i think fundamentally like again it just even aside from deaths like these coins being spread unfairly like and just in conversations and like you said in that of just um artists not having ownership to like the royalties or um their family still being poor exactly even with like tupac and everything when like there was definitely interviews of his with his mom after the matter of her saying like she never saw anything like after his death Mm -hmm. um but i think again it's just there's just so much like fine print Mm -hmm. issues and this is an ongoing problem even with rap- rappers who are alive. Like, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what and I mean? Just even like great, like, or the greats, right? Or just people who have succeeded so profoundly that still don't, you know, like, um, this is just the first example that comes to mind. Like Taylor Swift had to re-release all her albums in her version. That's nuts. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like to have to 
do all that because and take a risk that yeah. people may not play these songs exactly but and then again like just like we talked about in the other topic um it's like there's awareness about this and i think of like straight out of compton when they shed light on how you know their um label was like messed up to them in terms of just unfair things happening there's so much awareness on this but like how do we really start to see that change or how do we start to see an evolution a positive evolution come from that awareness you know but because it's like all these had honchos or just it's just like a cycle it's like a continuous cycle so how do we really when you knock out the kingpin somebody takes its place right right Mm -hmm. moving the same way it was you know the machine was built and nobody wants to change the machine well because the machine is still being spearheaded by the very same people that created the machine i heard this in an interview somewhere i forgot it says that we try to use the white tools that mr marco we try to use the white tools that they have created for themselves. They they got these tools to build their empire. We're trying to use those same tools to tear down their empire. We can't do that right, because there. those tools were made to build them. We can't take what they made to try and dismantle it. It, it doesn't. It's, doesn't it's not going to work. And so the music industry is just a facet of the bigger issue, mm-hmm, which is race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this country was fundamentally you know grounded in in racial injustice everything we know is because of race and capitalism every single thing it draws the views it draws the views no not only that but it's just so layered like okay we could say yes we have these young black men signing their life away to these 360 deals that don't pay them that don't pay their families but why because they're desperate because they're broke mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they see a chance to get out the hood so the problem is now we have to ask okay why are black men so disenfranchised that they feel like they gotta sign their life away to these contracts and then when they die there's nothing for them but again and i and i hate to be the guy to do this but we also have to take accountability for ourselves if we're not reading these contracts we're not we're not getting people that we trust to run these 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 like as our managers to run us into these labels and make sure that we're eating properly. But you're talking about 22 year olds, 21 year olds. Yeah. But, but at, at that, the end of the day, same, you, in that same token, you, cause you, right. You know, right now information is free everywhere. You can sit down in YouTube contracts and I guarantee you, you that's will start easy learning. for you to no, say, no, cause no, you no, have wait, that wait, mentality. But, but the thing is, but the thing is, if you are in a business, you got to do research on the business end regardless. But not everybody but thinks like that. at the like same that. time, I think it's a, it's a few things, right? Firstly, mad manipulation. Mad manipulation sure. be going down, right? So you could read the fine print. You could try to educate yourself and have that intention, which is important. Mm-hmm. But there could still be something corrupt that goes down because... Manipulation was executed. That's one. Two, I think that there needs to be some sort of progressive, um, progressive uh, group of people or like progressive like position that goes into the industry of people that take these young kids under their wing and like just better management, honestly, better management. Yes. We need more progressive management, but also have label like upcoming labels incorporate different 
things like mental like, health. Like I was gonna say, sound used as a perfect example today of like free counseling, right? Or like free therapy. Like okay, like you just know you have this incentive to if you sign with us, you get free therapy. Like check in at least once a month, like mental wellness check ins type thing, and things like that. You start to put in little things like that. We can move forward, but move forward to a certain extent. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in three years, but you could have all the well intentions, but at the same time, I think there's just so much corruptional so much. manipulation that goes down that even people who really think like, oh no, like I had like two other official professional people look over this contract. And they could lie. Yeah. And like, you know, and, and I sign this and That's I agree so- with this, but then once they're in it and once they done signed it, like, they're over here getting involved with things that they had no idea was even going to be part of the package. But and let's use, sure. sorry, let's use Chris Brown as an example, right? I know that Chris, my gosh, poor guy, he'll never get to live this down. But the whole thing, the situation with the domestic violence, instead of getting him help, they put on a show. It was a circus. Chris Brown did this. Chris Brown threw a chair out of Good Morning America. Chris Brown, but. Nobody's talking about how the journalist was provoking him to get to that. Now, I'm not justifying what he did at all whatsoever. Because it's drawing views. And, but that's and what views, I was just about to say. Everything bring in is, is currency nowadays. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I was just that's, about to say. Everything is about money, wh- and that's a problem. Why do you think the the whole Kim Kanye thing is such a big deal? Because it's Clicks. drawing views. Now they're promoting the show. It's going to make money. It's... A cycle and that's the and, sad thing. That's and, the and thing it is, goes full circle to what you were saying of, you know, a borderline glorification of death or people being murdered. Violence. It's yeah. because the things that get the most views, the things that get the most traction, the things that makes the most dollars per se, are like these negative things. Like just mm-hmm. negative. Like that's why they say bad publicity is great publicity. Yeah, we've been programmed to believe that these negative things are like entertain. Like ooh, spill the tea, right? That mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, a common mm-hmm. term. Yep. Even in our own personal lives, like ooh, so and so did but this and pulled up see. to the club. Hold on, let me finish. And you know, there's a thing we have to do, like individually, aside from hip hop in general in life, we have to unlearn all this programming. And it's hard to do that when you literally since births in America have been programmed to think negatively and see things negatively. And only watch the NBA and and not the WNBA. (laughs) And like just literally to the point where there's certain people when you tell them something positive, they literally physically cannot receive it. They don't know how to. So this is just is the layered. The problem is layered. And I think that this is a, a perfect segue into Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden and what she was talking about. Oh my gosh. First of all, we're running out of time. So please let me give my review because I've been praying for this day. Literally, literally. We know. (laughs) The real know. Like my prayer was that Nicki Minaj one day hits an evolution point and we hear different music, different lyrics or refreshed music and we have been seeing that. She's three for three, some people would say. Mm, some people say three. two for three, yeah. Um, and um, the way she spoke, the things she said, and how she cleared things up and mm-hmm. also gave women their flowers. I heard her say Little Kim's name for the first time in years. Joe Budden, you know, hinted at a, a, a versus battle. And I think that that would change the trajectory for women in hip-hop. Oh my gosh. And I need to see it. 
And I just love the way she spoke. I love the way she presented herself, the way she spoke about motherhood. Like, you could tell, like, for real, this baby changed her life. And I'm just so proud. Like, th- I feel like this is the Nikki we've been waiting for. I feel like she's back home. You know how we wish that for Kanye? Nikki gave us that. Like, she redeemed herself for me with this interview. I expected uh, nothing less of her. Great interview. <laughs> Great interview. These niggas always hesitation is what got me. But I'm sorry, I feel like she grew a lot, yes. But we can't forget all the bads that she has done to other women in the industry. Okay, but people can redeem themselves. You need more than just this interview to redeem yourself. Of course, but, you know, we got to give her time. Like I said, she's growing. These people. There, there's a thing of. We have this bad habit know, of looking at celebrities like superhumans. They're people too. For sure. But we have this bad habit also of falling in love with these people and forgiving them for all their wrongdoings. I mean, I'm nobody to judge. I'm you not know, perfect and I'm not a saint. Me, so. me neither. But I feel like, you know, for a long time, Nicki Minaj had the, the lane wide open for herself. And she was the one pushing number ones, number ones, number ones all the time. Even in her lyrics, it says it all the time. You know, but then in this interview, she's like, oh, it's not about number ones no more. People have change of hearts, bands. That's possible. People change. After, after you start losing, you start seeing different. What would we fair, do if Beyonce fair, never fair, took Jay Z back? Jay Z, Jay Z's number one because he he never lost it. I was gonna say when did yes when, he did they where? split up when publicly when did they publicly split up? Though? We don't know that, but she has spoken on that. But they had a lemonade album. Girl, yes. Yeah, no, no. I'm hip to that, but I'm saying like I'm, I'm just like saying they like, were still. They my were st- point is what he's saying, right? You're saying people don't know what they have no. until they lose, right? So she was humble. No, no she's saying not, that I'm not even going her, into her, his relationship. Her journey, her journey was facing a halt. It wasn't at a peak. Yes, so she was humble. But bands are saying, yeah, okay, she was right. humble. She was humbled. Okay, yeah, that's okay. People need that for growth. You need but to get checked. Also. She was just beating down other women in the industry not too long ago. Like of you, course. you don't just change from day today to tomorrow. It's like when we we started saying, "Oh, look, Kanye, Kanye's coming black." I mean, back to he's black. <laughs> that's not what I was. He's coming back to be the old Kanye. Like mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm, of people mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. this, but then he turns around and slaps us in the face and starts doing all this. Bullshit Bullshit And it's getting crazy And we're Now we're like Oh my god Why why did we let him back in It's not about you, you A matter I mean? of letting people in well, all, and We all, gotta stop all that I'm, Nobody's God out here no, Nobody is God But you gotta Hold people accountable To what they do But to each you know? own. I think what you're saying feel is, we, is that while we While we praise The what she's saying in the growth as Christina fabulously exactly. said. Keep in mind that she was also also in that same token be critical establishing. When, yeah, but that's all, all you I'm can't saying hold is hold things against no, no, people no. forever. What I'm saying is we gotta also be I, I accept her growth, but we gotta you be don't. critical when it comes to what she was saying because she was she was still talking sh- shit about women. Yeah, but you got to give her a chance. Yeah, but this is where you see. I don't. I don't know how you work, but you know when you give people too much, too many chances, they they tend to get their way Look, all the time. I don't know Nicki Minaj from a all, hole in the wall. I don't care. All, all I'm saying is 
that I'm critiquing her career. I don't care about her yeah, person. I, I am also. But I think I, it, I think I think the critique is in his career. I mean, in her career, she had a wide open lane for many years. Nobody was in her lane. People started occupying that lane. She got really salty. Started putting shame on women. And and that was on now. Now it's like there's bitter bitches. Now all the other women are doing projects together. Remy Ma's working with Cardi B. Cardi B's working with this one. This one. This one. Nobody wants to work with Nicki Minaj. Why? Because Nicki Minaj didn't want to work with none of them. Good. She needed that. And she this is what I'm that. saying. Like, yeah, she's humbled, but we're still gonna hold you to that, to that old Nick. We you still was. finna talk about what you, led you. We, to the we don't just erase your past because yes. you. You don't you have don't, to erase it. Exactly my point. You don't have to erase it or forgive it, but you can acknowledge the growth for sure. And I'm not trying to take anything from her career. We just gotta s- state wh- what it is. Like, you, yo, you had an open lane. You started flopping. People started occupying your place. You got salty. I say it. Don't say example. I was the the first because there were other women in the game that you was also stepping on. She gave on. flowers to Little Kim and said that. I don't think you watched the interview. Like I you did said watch you did. the interview. She gave she Little gave Kim her flowers, flowers for the first after time. beating Little Kim down for many many years. And hey, that's like okay. You're nothing to me. You're a rag doll. You you know you know when you use use something so much that you don't really care about. That's what it turned into. I think. I think if anything, um, what bands is establishing, which I think there's just a lot of like, he's co-signing what you said, but still wants to speak on what led up. No, to he that. says I agree, but I think because I think it's just lot. one of those things where like someone shows their true colors, and you just got to remember that, or like you can choose to forgive someone, or you can choose to validate the growth that came from that, but like. You still did some fucked up shit or like you still said that fucked up thing. And I'm not I'm not going to like be bringing it up to you all the time or I'm not going to be whatever the case may be. But like we're not going to say we're not going to talk about the aftermath of everything without talking about the first steps leading up to it. Exactly. And I think in that same in that same thing in that same like atmosphere, um, watch the interview love the interview i love joe budden i love his voice um i love him so much literally i love his um his part in watch you back with fab from the soul tape project Mm. i love that part but that's good my main reservation when first of all i'm not by any means a barbs like i'm not part of that crew i've never been part of that crew not not for any specific reason i just think it was one of those things where the music didn't like hit like that for me growing up Mm -hmm. or when she was you're also no, no, no. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I think that um my I think my main my main concern with her aside from like that where I've never seen any sort of like intersectionality or any sort of like unity mm-hmm. with her and other women, which I think is unfortunate because she's more of like a modern day pioneer. Modern day. Because I did a whole article on yeah. Lil' Kim and I ended with like there's no That's Nicki fine. Minaj without her. Um Facts. but I'm not I I don't know, I feel like just her marriage is a bit problematic and how she has spoken on the controversy that's behind a the marriage story Joe. yeah that is, but that's like my main that's another like main reservation with her mm-hmm. aside from like the music not hitting but i think that with something i appreciated from the interview was her speaking on um the male toxicity within the industry which yes. i think is like a whole other layer to like the bs that happens in the industry and something that again we are so aware of like it's not like she said anything that we don't know. Like I can only imagine 
what the studio you're you're referring to her appearance when she talks yeah about yeah it's my bad yeah she talks about her appearance and how that influenced her um doing her body up and how it wasn't even just a matter of like straight up objectification like well still objectification but it wasn't like a straight like straight digs at her like she was still like well she did say that they used to joke about her yeah like they would joke about her but even like joke about her right so humorously or just make comments about women humorously and i think like as someone who sometimes like feels like one of the guys right like the way I be chopping it up with like my guys and stuff like is would be no way that I would be talking with like my girlfriends, you know? So I think that, and it's a great point that she brings up is like, yeah, it's like all jokes and everything. Like it's all funny. Like it's all whatever, but like it was, it's not funny to me. Like it may have seemed like it was funny to me, but it's not. And there's a buildup in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just itself, like her Which finally is- really speaking and being transparent about mm-hmm. that. I feel like as long as she's been out at this point, even though she's had, numerous interviews or whatever the case may be we've never really heard her be super transparent about mm-hmm. her journey and how that's impacted her appearance we can talk years ago before this interview about how her experiences probably influenced her appearance makeover or whatever but go can ahead man's just because i feel like <laughs> i need to say if a lot of women think that men want you to do your body we don't just, just no. you know, putting it out in the air. A lot of men but in an industry like entertainment w- level type. W- I'm just, I'm just speaking for You're speaking for yourself, for myself, and other men like me. You know, we don't, we don't care if you have your body done. You know, we don't. Okay. At the end of the day, a man, man's gonna love you whether your body's done or not. But she's not talking about love. She's not talking about romance. She's talking about her appearance and how she feel. She felt she needed. Or like to think come about in bands, industry. like in terms of like out of every like, you know, let's take it away from like famous people, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm talking like in a studio, like when you're with your boys or whatever. Not when you're with your boys, but think about um, like guy filled atmospheres that you've been in, right? Casually, mm-hmm. like not even in a formal aspect. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about a girl or when you're describing a girl. First What's going to be the main thing? Obviously, you got to describe someone like, oh, yeah, like, you know, she's like, she had this a fat si- yeah, like she's this size or like, you know, I mean, she's if we're dark, talking like- on that basis, I mean, every every woman has its, her own beauty in her own way. Yes, yeah, so but to maybe, a young, impression, impressionable young woman coming into the game, and like she explained. But this is why I'm telling seeing, on, the women finish, that seeing, are listening to the show, we don't care about that. You don't, but. We're talking about what she sees, what we've seen in the industry. But even just in ingrain, that's why I'm asking you, like, when you're in these atmospheres, like, what about women or when someone's talking about it? Unless I think if you're hearing a girl being talked about, again, I'm saying a girl or a woman, right? Not celebrities. Mm-hmm. If you're hearing someone being talked about and you're, they're ta- and you're going in or you're hearing guys going about her qualities or, like, you know, like, she, like, listens so much or, like, she does blah, blah, blah. That's usually someone that some that usually is a girl that someone's already getting to know like that and is like mm-hmm. whining and dining type shit. But when you're talking at kind of like, oh, like, do you know so-and-so? Like, can you put me on with so-and-so? Like, typically nine out of ten, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not a dude at the end of the day. What are going to be the qualities that are being highlighted about someone? Like, like, nah, like, she can, like, I would hit. I would hit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, but... So that is, and that leads to women most, believing. Most of the guys ain't gonna turn down. You can say it. Most of the guys ain't gonna turn no chick down. 
All right, we're derailing I'm, here. I'm, I'm, all, all I'm saying is that men don't really care. <laughs> the devil if, don't need no more advocates. Listen, all, I promise. all I'm saying is that men don't really yes, care you if your body's times. done or not. Let's move. Let's move to more. She said more things in this interview. She also spoke about, um, which I found very interesting, the story about how when she said with my Fendi, Fendi print on, that Fendi's prices skyrocketed and they reached out to her for a partnership deal. And the first thing she did was call Kanye West. And Kanye West responded to her and said, I, if I'm going to do anything with a woman, it's going to be with my wife. And she said she understood because she's nobody to tell how to deal with their marriage and their wives and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was very interesting because to her point, which I agree with heavily is Kanye's always talking about how they don't let black people in the industry and they don't do this and, and black people, black people, black people and white. I'm going to, I'm just going to be the next Ralph Lauren. I'm going to be the word, next Walt word, Disney. Word, word. But when your sis hits you up for an opportunity to get the bag together, she could go and get the bag by herself, but she no, wants but to Kanye get the bag also, with you. I think I'm not defending him by any means. Like I'm going to want to sound like I'm defending him. You're defending him. <laughs> I really feel as no, like, in you, this aspect, like, the whole Kim Kardashian ordeal, bro, like, with her being in the fashion scene, whatever, I, he was really, like, living in the Get Out movie. Like, I think, aside <laughs> no, from, like, he was that, not. He like, likes it. Like, I think part of it, yeah, like, part of it, majority, whatever, 99%, whatever mm-hmm. you want to put on it, was Def his own choice and his own, like, mindset on that. But at the same time, he who likes knows if... women, white women, by the way. That's his type. He's not in no Get Out. This is his type. Well, to be f- fair... Kim Kardashian's not really like white. Well, I mean light skinned women. Mm-hmm. But I, I was just gonna say, like, I wouldn't be surprised if part of that was also just like the Kardashians not wanting that collaboration to happen. Again, probably not. We that was probably know. all him. But I also do think that like out of all people too, like what Kim, like, you know, the wife being Kim Kardashian of all people is what really makes the whole thing even more so fucked up. Is that you're turning down a black woman. Yes. For the counterpart, like, and that, that who already has her own thing going, she did not need Kanye for anything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was weird. I didn't. I no, yeah. I weird. sentimented. I was sentiment towards that. Sentiment. I don't know what you appreciated I'm the sentiment. Yes, and I loved her. I felt like she was more vulnerable in this interview than yeah. we've ever seen her. And the um, there was also a point where she was talking about how she missed her brother's graduation. And she was saying how how important it is as an artist to live these real moments and continue to connect. And the family told her like, "Oh no, um, we you know you we didn't be caught think. up like we yeah. didn't think you would want to come down for that." And I thought that was so interesting because what we see we see a lot of artists be so disconnected from like the real world, like their head is in the clouds. Kanye is an example. I know he's such a common thing we keep talking about him, but he's just such a great example of so many things, and. All I could think about is, yes, she's been trash. Yes, she's been trash. Ooh, hot trash. Hot mess. Made a fool of herself. Has made a lot of very fucked up decisions. Said a lot of fucked up things. Heard a lot of feelings. Tried to tarnish little Kim's legacy, which she cannot do that. We know that. But you have to look at things from the person's perspective. As an example, like Joker. The Joker movie. That movie was meant for you to see the human side of him. And what this interview for me was did was humanize mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj. Yes, she's trash. But what we're seeing is a uh, woman. Let me, let me land. Let me land. Is a woman who has been damaged, 
possibly abused and who feels like she's not respected. And when you have all that combination, you could turn into a monster and you can make horrible decisions and associate yourself with associate yourself with a husband who is also equally as trash, if not worse, you know? So we don't know the things that led her to this toxic ass mindset. And all I can hope and pray for her and for anybody is that, they can redeem themselves, not for me, not for us here, but for yourself and for also for your legacy, for your legacy to continue, for your child to eat. And, you know, she was talking about legacy and hip hop and how like all the pioneers that have come before everybody, like the cool Modis and the Rock Kims, their kids won't see those millions of dollars like they paved the way and they get to watch everybody else see the fruits of their labor. And that's a problem. So I feel like. We need to give people grace. That's the point. That's the point that I'm trying to say. Not, I'm not, we don't owe her anything and she don't owe us anything either. Sure. But we need to allow people grace because we're human. We're human. And the hip hop and music, period, the music industry is a disgusting place. And we're seeing many people be a product of that abuse. We see it at work, even. We see it in everyday lives. So, I don't know. I love the interview. I'm looking forward to what Nikki will do. Are you Hopefully. a Barb's now? I've never really was a Barb's, um, but also I vowed to not allow myself to be fully in love with celebrities ever since Kanye broke my heart. <laughs> oh my God. So I have disattached myself from that, but I just also find it so fascinating. Like, these celebrities and how they live and like they're like For in sure. the middle like they're in the eye of the hurricane and we're watching them like a drama series and it's it's fucked up they're in fucked up situations and we laugh at them we talk about them we point fingers like they're not people and I don't think that's right. And people say, oh, well, you, Ruben will say, oh, well, they signed up for this life and they nah, should know. And, that, but if you know me, that's not. Why are you know, lying, Benz? You do look, sign look up at, for looking it. Looking about to smile. No, no, seriously. Ahead, you do sign yourself. up for it. But, but also. <laughs> <You> disagree. <laughs> but also, like, you know, when, when you're in the midst of it and you're adding to that sauce. You're part of the product too, <laughs> of course. You know what I mean? But That's people all I'm are saying. I, I, product of their environment. Like, I don't. I don't ever want to seem like I dislike Nicki Minaj. I am proud of what she became, who she was, and all that. But you know, you did what you did, and that's not my space to Judge, to hold you, ac- you accountable. Are. For. I am just letting you know how I feel. This is how I feel. Is there that anything song. good you took away from the interview? Because you said you liked it. Like <laughs> it was a good interview. I'm I'm just being critical of what she's, who she's showing. But us. what made the interview good? So so basically, I'm just holding her critical to who she's showing us, who she is today. Critically, to yes. who she has showed us, she's been for years. But my question to you is, <laughs> what did you like about the interview? It was we a well conducted interview. What what else? That's you? it. You like Joe Budden. Is what you're telling me. It was a well-conducted interview. Yes, okay. So Joe Budden did a good job. That's all you like. Great job. <laughs> he liked the light I mean, green I, I like that she was more more raw, more, more you know, talking in a sense where we're not censoring what I, I need to mm-hmm. to talk about. I, love I did she, like that part. But also, you know, I have my, my opinions. and Sure. My opinions, my opinions. I like to look at everything separately. I listen to people's interviews like I listen to their albums separate from what they've done because everything is individual. 
everything is a moment in time. People are different at different times in life, especially after motherhood. I can relate to that. Maybe that's but why I feel so connected. Also, gotta like in terms of interviews, um, be critical of who is conducting it. Joe Budden. Yeah. Or like in general. No, in general, in general, in general. Like of just validating that it's like a time and you're saying like a, a time and place. A time. Yeah. Like it's like a moment in time. Moment basically. in time. Moment mm-hmm. for life. Um, but um, sometimes like things are just very much like scripted. Mm. And that's unfortunate. Like I, Drake's interview right. with uh what's his name? <laughs> B dot and Elliot and Elliot Wilson. Yeah, that was completely produced. Yeah, like and that's what's unfortunate. What takes away and like why I think that, you know, there needs to be more um there needs to be work done. There needs to be work done in terms of just the journalism industry, like as a whole, especially mm. in entertainment. But yes, go off. I was just gonna say, like in terms of interviews or like how you perceive interviews, like I think this one was very much a great example of like a fruitful, transparent conversation. It was free flowing. But if they're going on like Good, Man- Good Morning America I, or some I, shit, I you also know, think like, Joe Bunnan held back in some points where he could have been like, he could have asked some tougher questions. There's, well, I think he was allowing her the space to talk. He to was just be. He was easy going on her. I mean, because at the end of the day, she is iconic. For she sure. is still an icon. She still did what she did. Yeah, but you know, you can still you be tough just, with the icons too. I mean, I it, don't. Th- I think it was more action. of um of a let Nikki get her shit off more than it was an interview, and I enjoyed that because she also talked about a lot of systematic racism, which was also very. She dropped a lot of gems on things, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. can go on forever, but we have run out of time. So, if you have not checked out that interview with Nicki Minaj, go do yourself a favor and look at it separate from who she is, and just catch those gems and, and see if you can instill some of those things into your everyday life. Because she's you talking. If you haven't that seen talk. the interview, we hope you paused this episode, watched it, and then <laughs> and before us. our commentary. Yes. But yeah, um, that's all that I have. I was trying to think of some other mess that happened, but Lord, I'd be trying not to be on these social media platforms and the blogs and the this and the that because whew, I'm tired. Mm. I'm sick of it. And it's Kanye everywhere. I don't want to talk about him at all anymore i'm tired i'm exhausted you didn't even bring up the whole grammy shit dude oh he's not allowed to perform at the grammys and he's also not being inducted into the billboard charts boom per so do you think if he wins a (laughs) grammy you think if he wins a grammy like let's say hypothetically if he were to win one would you want him to accept it he probably won't no but like what do you as a Kanye fan he's probably gonna piss on it again (laughs) that's another thing it's like sir like like i i get the grammys has done terrible things in their past and they don't get it right. But also you have disrespected them. So, you know what I mean? If they, you know, they have more motive now to rip but you off. And I said this, I, I was talking about this with Sansu. Well, I don't like, think he's going to get nominated though. He, either. I think he is. I mean, he, is he's he not, definitely going to get nominated. Don, that was but, dope. Yeah. But w- under what metrics, if he's not on the billboards, his Don does not being, no, streamed. but you know, you know, these award shows usually like they're, I think it was like a fiscal year, like their year is like, yeah, like if he's currently not on the billboards, like I don't think they're going to remove him from the times he was on them. Oh, we have from the first not, Donda. Yeah, that's, yes, yes, that's yes. What they're yeah. they're going to, you know, yeah. the second yeah. Donda has not even qualified yet. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking Where, about Donda think, too. I think I was going to say, like, I just think that if the Grammys are going to like ban him from going, don't nominate him then. 
Yeah. Like, go, you know, it's just one of those just things. Just rip of like, him off completely. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, because if you're going to nominate him, how are you going to ban him from the set? Like, you know what I mean? How are you going to ban him from... also... Go ahead, then, fans. Then, then other Kanye fans is going to be like, that's messed up as well. But you're already banning someone. Like, that, like it, you're publicly... Ble- it's not like they made this decision. Mm-hmm. On the tw- during the twelfth hour, you know, on the twelfth hour, it's of like way ahead of time, right? Like, and it's pub. The it's Grammys pub- are usually in February. No, yeah, and they're gonna. I think April third is when it's, it's gonna happen this year. Um, about two weeks, but it's a public ban, right? So it's like you're already, I'm sure, enraging the Connie stands. Like, but I just think whenever you're gonna like do something of that mm-hmm. nature, like, then don't nominate, don't you know what I mean? Don't have them be part of the ceremony. Period. Then if you're mm-hmm. gonna be that, if you're gonna feel that strongly. I just have to say one more thing, and then we really seriously have to close out. Heard you, heard you, heard you. He talked about this on the Ye album. He said that Kim was cussing him out, saying, nigga, you're fucking up the... Well, she didn't say nigga, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, my she guy, you're fucking up the bag. We're going to lose everything because you're wilding in these streets. And just pay attention. Little by little, pay attention to the stuff that's going to start happening to this man for being crazy. He needs to calm down, take a seat, <laughs> reevaluate himself, and get some motherfucking help. Not even bipolar, just like grief. Go get grief counseling. He needs to calm we down. We can't keep using the death of his mother as an excuse. And that's it. That is it for the culture shock. Bands, take well, us out, please. That was nice to hear from you and not from me. You like to hear me hate like you. That's I, crazy. I, I don't hate nobody. Everything I say comes from a good place. Not yeah. from the heart. I'll tell yeah. you that. I still yeah. got to listen to the uh, to the older Spark Up episodes because when you said last episode, I used to be a woman hater. I never hated women. <laughs> you just biased against Regina, them. what could you say? Could you uh, co-sign that of like bands used to be kind of problematic back in the day? No, because yeah, perfect. Like, okay. She said it. I don't know if the people heard that, but that was good. <laughs> she was just saying that Vance is a product of his environment and that, you know, she's not going to say he only speaks negatively about women, but you tend to critique women more than men. But we're not going to. Mm, that's not, not true because I critique men as as well. But mm-hmm. I think I think I I think I'm fair to everybody. I don't. Oh my gosh! No, we can't close this out, please. Wait, wait, no, no, wait. no, 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 no! Come on, we're really past our time. Take so, us out. So let, let's get into our favorite, my favorite part of the podcast. Pass me the aux where we get to show y'all what we've been listening to and how we've been vibing. Um, you know how this works. I pass the aux, people, the table, the seats. <laughs> the people the people tell you what they've been listening to so i'm gonna pass the ox to ash what's your pick girly i'm gonna go with tunnel vision by Babyface ray oh gosh wait what do you mean oh why'd you say it like that christina i don't like this rah-rah you know it's your pick it's cool i like See, 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 that's why I, that's what people say, Ashley, you want to take the ox in the car? I'd be, even though I know I'm going to put some fire in, I'd be like, I don't want to fucking hear it. We're going to play and let the people judge. DJ Eskimo City. See, even the beat. Yeah. <laughs> I went missing on the mission, just perfecting the craft. I like the old tunnel vision, ain't expect me to last. I put 40 in each pocket and the rest in the bag. Too alert, it's hard to snake when you left in the grass. Too hard to snake.
shit, I ain't have a thousand. Then I started grinding, looked around, I ain't see niggas riding. Shit, I'm used to violence, gun smoke, in the air like chronic. Two cent on the dash, hit the pedal, this bitch quick as sonic. Don't jump in the water, it get deep, eat you like piranhas. We been catching boxes, bust some open, get it poppin'. Streets flaming, still got away. Losses to the game, feeling pain, pills in the surf. What's your choice, Christina? I'm passing it to you, Miss. <laughs> There's a lot of critical thinking happening on this episode <laughs> today. I'm a critical thinker. Um, I have, a, I don't know what this acronym stands for, but it's C-Y-B-A-H by Sid and Lucky Day. Sid is back. <laughs> she's back and she's representing all the girlies that like girlies. So this is it right here. And you know, I'm a big fan of Lucky Day, so. Another good daytime on the move. Window down. A heart by Sid and Lucky Day, my guy. He's coming to Boston. I need a concert friend. Whoever wants to go. How much are tickets? I don't know. Oh, 40, 40 bucks, something like That's that. Not bad. I'm in there. Hustle Blues. Gr- Grammy winner right there. That's crazy. But bands, you're the last person. What you so? Got? So I'm a. You know I'm. I, <laughs> I was gonna go, girl. I was gonna go with with designer letter to Yay. Because I feel like a lot of people skipped over designer like Panda Panda. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I gotta listen to that. But my my pick of the week is uh, um, Five AM by Braulio Fogon and TV Guns. It's a Dominican hip hop song. Braulio. Braulio I'm Fogon. So, I literally because I spoke on two podcasts today, both Dominican, predominantly Dominican podcasts. Yes, we're out here. Here it is. Let's go. Spicy. A tu pelo, soy fan de tu boca, labios de caramelo. Me desenvuelvo. Yo no te encuentro, aunque no lo haga notar, me mata lento. 
Yeah, that was good. I like that. I got I got some more heat for she y'all. She ain't like my shit like mine, man. At least she like yours. I can't get jiggy with the Gen Z. But I'm yeah, not Gen motherfucking man. So yeah, you already know what it is. That was past me the aux. Christina, do we have any announcements? Yes, I want to get this announcement right for Cam here. Makeup by Cam. Her event is March 26th at 7.30 to 11.30 at Askew. That's in Providence, Rhode Island. Sounds by DJ DMK, hosted by The Cooge, who also has Poetry Night on the Thursday before that. So go to the Thursday Go to the poetry and then go to the launch party, see some girlies and some product, buy something for somebody or just pull up, pay at the door to support local entrepreneur, a woman doing things and putting herself out there. The marketing, the marketing is beautiful. Shout out to her and shout out to Deb, who has been the face of this. I'm laughing because I know Deb personally. Is that the one that you said the marketing is Y2K? Yes. It is a Y2K theme. Thank you for that. So show up in your Y2K gear. Y'all are already dressing like it's the Y2K anyway. I don't gotta... Y'all are obsessed with the times that you are not in. But <laughs> it's Regina. <fine. laughs> Do I even gotta say why I'm offended by that? Why? Because you're a Gen Z. No, because uh, exactly. I know because my brunch was white okay themes. Oh, dang. I didn't even I see I'm so sorry. I didn't <laughs> I I wasn't even uh Forgive Damn, me. Christina. Do you forgive me? Oh, this is terrible. All right. All right. No, fine. It's whatever. All right. We're done here. We're done here. I just want to play this while we head out because that new Diplo album. Remember the feeling of my Diplo. I know a little something, something about Diplo. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to Spark Up Podcast episode 142. I am Christina Sev. I'm Ashley. You already know what it is, your boy James. I almost forgot what to say. You got me thrown off. Diplo? It's a good album. If you are not subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Apple, Google, everywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave some comments. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, we have a jam-packed episode for next week, so stay tuned for that. Very excited. We out, bitch!